Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Paul sent me a story, and it's a scam I've never heard of before in this exact way. However, the second you hear it, you'll react like I did and go, oh, I see how that works. Arizona family warns of people duplicating VINs on cars. Duplicating VINs from NBC News, and Dylan Furman wrote this. Uh, Story's out of Phoenix. There have been reports where people are duplicating the VINs, the vehicle identification numbers, on cars so they can put a lien on a vehicle that's not theirs and get cash. So they wind up with cash, and you wind up with a lien on your vehicle that somebody won't remove until they get paid. And, of course, you can get this straightened out, but it's a pain in your rear end while somebody else has got the money. So one woman that they talked to here uh, says her parents decided to sell their 2015 Chevy Silverado a few months ago. Uh, to get some much-needed cash because they had medical bills. Daughter says, uh, my mom was in the hospital. They're just trying to shore up their end of things. So they put the truck on Facebook Marketplace. They waded into that (laughs) and Auto Trader. And in June, they had a buyer. So her parents went to the motor vehicle division to transfer the title to the buyer. They were told they couldn't because there was a lien on the title. And so she says, my dad said, no, we most certainly do not owe anyone money. I own the vehicle outright. And they said, no, there's a $12,000 lien on this vehicle. So it was a lien he never knew about because it turns out that someone he did not know got the truck's VIN, then created fraudulent documents to get a truck into their name. They forged her dad's signature and then got the documents notarized to make them look as legitimate as possible. And uh, with all that paperwork, they then took the forged documents to a title loan company, putting a lien on a truck they never owned, didn't have possession of, and they got some cash in response to that. The loan went into default, leading to a repo notice. But the problem, of course, is that the repo notice was sent to the wrong address because they couldn't put the real address on all the fake documents. So they're never able to find out uh, who did this, and they also were never able to apparently repossess the truck, which is good. But the daughter says, what worries me is that it could just happen to anyone, and you just don't know until you go to do something with that vehicle. So 12 News of Phoenix obtained the documents, and the documents show a suspect's license, pay stubs, and references. But they would not reveal the person's name, since they have not been charged with any crime in this case, uh, 12 News Phoenix did call the numbers provided to the loan company, but those numbers were all disconnected. They also called the four references that were provided. Two phone numbers were disconnected, and one did answer, but said they were not the person whose name was listed as a reference. Meanwhile, the parents are now in talks to the Arizona Department of Transportation Fraud Department, but said they are still waiting for someone to help them investigate the situation, meaning for now they just have to sit and wait. That title is still sitting there with a lien against it, and my folks are stuck. So it's not just that they got the VIN. It says in the headline, people duplicating VINs. But what somebody did is they got the VIN make, model, and year of the truck. They got the information that would would be on a title. They then somehow conjured up something that looks like a title, which is not that hard to do these days. Laser printers, scanners, Photoshop, it's, it's... shockingly easy. So somebody dummied up the documents and then walked into a title loan place and said, I, I have this a 2015 Chevy Silverado. I'd like to put a, 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 you know, I'd like to borrow some money against it and use the truck as collateral. 
And the title loan place said, oh, you've got a title? We give loans to title, title, title loan. When you think they'd say, can we see the truck? Because if you think about it, let's suppose you were a title loan company. You, you lend money against people's titles to their vehicles. It's not the title itself that has the value. It's the vehicle the title represents. And so you think you'd say, can we see the truck? Because, I mean, think about this. If somebody had a wrecked vehicle, let's suppose somebody had a wrecked vehicle. The vehicle got destroyed in an accident, didn't have coverage, whatever. Now there's this, this wrecked vehicle out behind where you live, okay? And it's yours. You own it. You've got a title for it. The title doesn't show it being wrecked. The title just says that it's a vehicle that make, model, you're and all that. You could take that title into a title loan place and go, I've got this vehicle. I'd like to borrow some money against it. Oh, okay. They don't ask to see the vehicle? That, that seems to me to be a problem. So this, believe it or not, is not just a warning to people to be careful with this information. You might say, but Steve, what could you possibly do? You might want to consider throwing something over your uh, VIN, uh, the one that's at the base of your A-pillar in your car, I, you know. And obviously, if anybody ever needed to see it and had a legal reason to see it, you can move the piece of paper. But I suspect what happened here was somebody just simply walked through a parking lot, saw the vehicle, thought, oh, that'd make good, good collateral on my loan, uh, and dummied up the paperwork after they got the VIN and they got some other information, make, model, year, and all that of the vehicle. So it's, it's a relatively simple thing to do, unfortunately. But these people, for instance, are stuck with a vehicle that they can't sell. And meanwhile, I suspect that that default judgment somehow might be hurting somebody's credit of course, if they didn't have this guy's name on the loan documents, it's not a judgment against him. However, that lien against the vehicle is still there. And so the crazy part about this is, is that it's not just a bad actor going in and getting the loan. It's the title loan company not doing their homework. And so I don't know, and I'm, I'm probably going to get uh, one or two angry communications from people in the title loan industry who are going to say, Steve... We do a great service. We lend people money, and otherwise they couldn't get the money. And, you know, what we're doing is fine. There's not, you know, don't complain about what we do. And I'm not complaining about the fact that you do title loans. I'm complaining about the fact that somebody can walk into the piece of paper, and you'll say, okay, fine, I'll lend you $4,000 against that piece of paper. When we all know how easy it is to get paper to say things these days. So, bizarre story. It's a new scam. I'd not heard this exact scam before. But it's something to think about, especially if you're in the title loan business. You might want to consider adding one step to your checklist, okay? You want, you want, you want to see the, you know, the vehicle information? You want to see they've got a job? Pay stubs? References? Oh, can we see the vehicle? Can we see the vehicle itself? Oh, it's not here. Because remember, you guys want the vehicle to be worth what you lend against it. And what if it is wrecked, as the example I gave what if, it, what if it is wrecked? Or what if it's owned by somebody else? <laughs> There's a problem for you. So thanks for sending this. I believe it was Paul who sent that. Yes. Arizona family warns of people duplicating VIN numbers on cars. And yes, the headline says VIN numbers, but it's a vehicle identification numbers. Uh, NBC News published that Dylan Furman wrote it. Questions or comments? Put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. It is not what they take away from you that counts. It's what you do with what you have left.